So, by the way, if you haven't already heard it, Happy New Year and Happy Vaccine and Happy Finding a Light at the End of the Tunnel. And we are indeed moving in a great direction. It's good to have you with us here. This is Ad Tension, a podcast from the American Advertising Federation District 10. My name is Ray Shillins. Conversations with the people in our industry who make advertising and marketing impactful and relevant. Our stories take you behind the scenes on a variety of advertising platforms where we explore current trends and topics. The American Advertising Federation District 10 promotes professional development and networking, recognizes advertising excellence, like today's guest, and provides news and resources, helps develop future industry leaders, and promotes the value of ethical and transparent advertising. You can find out more at aaf10.org. That's aaf the number 10.org. Today we speak to a mosaic champion, named a mosaic champion by the American Advertising Federation, and we are so fortunate to have this person in District 10. Alex Lopez Negrete and his wife Kathy Lopez Negrete were named mosaic champions so well deserved. They practice multicultural diversity, inclusion, and all of the things that we need to do a better job of. Well, guess what? They're doing it here in Houston. On March the 10th, 2021, the American Advertising Federation announced the 2021 Mosaic Award honorees who will be recognized for their unwavering commitment to inclusion and for offering a voice to multicultural communities. Each year, the American Advertising Federation receives entries from companies and agencies across the country that are reviewed and judged by senior industry leaders. This year, the organization will celebrate the 2021 winners during the Mosaic Awards, which, by the way, will be, say it, live stream on April 29th, 2021. That's okay, because it's going to be a great evening and a great event. And and here we go again. We've coming off the American Advertising Awards uh, Houston, and uh, a, a big part of that uh, ceremony uh, was uh, Alex Lopez Negrete, Lopez Negrete Communications, and uh, Alex and Kathy have been named Mosaic Champions by the American Ad Federation. That is super cool. Now I'm going to go through this thing. First of all, folks know who you are, but I'm going to tell them again anyway because they need to know again. Work that matters is work that works, delivering the promise of maximum return on cultural intelligence. I love that phrase. Lopez Negretti is one of the nation's largest independent Hispanic-owned and operated, independent Hispanic-owned and operated full-service advertising and marketing services service agencies in the country. Most importantly, they have the brightest minds in the business. How true? The Lopez Negretti team is uniquely adept and experienced in harnessing insights at the local market level, developing impactful and effective creative and bringing to life the promise of providing their clients with maximum return on cultural intelligence in an omnicultural America, in an omnicultural city, the most diverse city in the United States. Alex Lopez Negretti is president and CEO. Kathy Lopez Negrete is executive vice president, CFO and COO. Kathy couldn't be with us today, Alex, but I know she would have uh, would have enjoyed our conversation. But as I said before, uh, what a great honor. I mean, isn't this a great start to the year? Doesn't it feel good? <laughs> it really, it really is. And, and thank you, Ray. And thank you for, for those kind words. I hope, I hope we earn them every single day. 
No, it's a really great start to the year, a, a, a bit of a surprise. You know, I mean, you know, and our, our listeners know the kind of year we've had and and how high on the radar uh, anything diversity, equity, and inclusion is and how everybody's suited up for this and done the trying to do the right thing in the right way. And so for all of a sudden to uh, to be named champions uh, of diversity is is really pretty cool. You know, we this year the agency enters its 36th year of operations, and we've never really. I, I'd like to think that we've evolved over the years uh, in many, many ways and many times, but there's been a constant, and that is our our dedication to the communities that we come from and operate. You know, and so uh, to us, this kind of is a is a a uh, a nice recognition of all the things that you do when nobody's watching. You know how you hire, uh, who who you use for as as vendors and suppliers and partners. Uh, uh, how you actually say, okay, if we are Hispanic owned and operated, then that has to be that has to mean more than just a percentage point on on, on who owns the stock. You know, uh, and so we've taken that really seriously from day one, and all of a sudden, uh, it it, uh, it it somebody says, yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys did that. Isn't that like, isn't that like planting a seed? You know, you plant a seed, you plant the right kind of seed, you cultivate it, and it, it grows, it blossoms, it grows, and it, it produces uh, a bountiful harvest. And it seems to me like that's what you've done. You know, and I know so much about you, your background and such like that, you know, coming uh, coming to, to Houston, coming to America and such, to wanting to be a rock star, which you are, by the way, <laughs> as attested by the American Advertising Awards, the final mm-hmm. shots. It was wonderful. Um, and Alex, by the way, you know, Alex has been spending uh, uh, this past year in, in a very safe and smart way at his home. His home office became his work office, and that's a tough thing to do, a transition. But he came out uh, for the uh, the taping of the American Advertising Federation Awards, uh, and we, we made sure it was a safe environment and such. But you did that because, once again, uh, of your love of this industry and what you do. But American Advertising Awards, a whole bunch of wins there this year. Um, so how does 2021 sound so far to you? And I can only expect it sounds pretty phenomenal, huh? <laughs> well, you know, uh, I mean, my love for the AEF Houston uh, runs runs deep. Uh, you know, I was just a pup. I remember, uh, you know, and, and one of the reasons I, I went out, uh, it was the first time I had seen humanoids outside of my own family <laughs> that day we taped that show and uh and you know the 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 brett elliott excellence in copywriting award and the dwight doubt that excellence in art direction i mean those are two guys that i met when i started in the business literally i met brett on my knees going through entries at an addy show in the mid 80s wow. you know so so this club for me uh has not only been a source of of uh networking and connections and growth in the industry and all that kind of stuff. But it's, it's where my friends are and I've made uh, lifelong friends, yourself included. Uh, and so it means, it means a lot. And those particular two awards to me just embody what this business should be. We should never forget that this is where art and commerce collide. Uh, and, and the day we forget the art of it is the day we, we damage the business, you know? So those awards mean, mean a whole lot. You know, and, and speaking of diversity, uh, <laughs> Brett always uh, would, you know, because he was with the company for, for a good while. Uh, he always uh, in, in the business card, you know, we have the little stories about ourselves 
written in the in the business card, and and he always said, "I'm I'm the gringo copywriter." <laughs> 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 and you know, uh, uh, for me, Brett was because uh, you know we wrote for each other a lot too, uh, and there were there were pieces that 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 I'd be reviewing, and I'd go, "Brett, did you write this or did I?" You know, we were that connected in, in, oh, wow. in, in, with the word. Uh, and so, you know, for me, it was an honor that you, that, that the Federation, that Kay and you invited me out to, to uh, give those two awards. It's, it's, it's never lost on me, the importance of those awards and the importance of those two guys, uh, and the, what they did for our business. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm still sad that we, uh, last year at this time, we were, you know, working side by side with Dwight to, to put this on. And this year, I'm sure he enjoyed the show uh, very much. So you said some really uh, great things when you were there that evening when we were taping. And I'm going to borrow some of your words here. You said everyone uh, that is watching tonight, uh, I can say with some certainty, loves this industry and each of us, how true. And each of us has our own reasons for loving it as much as we do, for giving it more than our share of our energy, our strength of our lives, for placing our dreams on it and in it. And what you also said that evening, what I can say for certain is that the majority of us love advertising for the art of it, for how it moves us and how well it moves others to action. We love it for how in its very best form and in the very best executions, the mundane becomes sublime and unforgettable. Truly good advertising is unignorable. It will make you smile, laugh, or cry. It will make you feel something and ultimately make you do something. Again, we love it for the art of it. And obviously, you had a real passion uh, for these two guys as well, and well-deserved. Uh, and I hope that we can perpetuate and really um, keep those names at the, at the top to make sure that everybody understands how important these two men were to this industry, to Houston, to the American Ad Federation, and, and, and so forth. You're right. You're right, Ray. And I think that that's one of the roles that that uh, organization plays. Is, is It's about helping the next generations and helping those of us working within it, understand what it takes to create great advertising in whatever form it is. Yeah. You know, whether it's the written word, graphic, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is. It's uh, And to answer your question, 2021, you yes. know, I'm optimistic about it. Uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, the vaccinations are moving quickly. I'm, I'm seeing some of the ice melt. Uh, I'm getting braver. I'm going into the office now and uh, and enjoying every 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 second of it. Being back at, at the at the farm, <laughs> if you will. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I feel I feel optimistic about it. I, I think uh, we're 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 entering a spring. I mean, I, ha I hate to be so corny about it because it is spring, but I really right. feel we're entering a, a spring again. And I'm I'm optimistic and happy about it. I think. The industry has learned a lot of lessons. I think the world's learned a lot of lessons. Uh, and so it's, uh, I think, good times are ahead. I hope so. I, I'm, I'm so happy to hear you say that. I would, I would assume that you share the sentiment of Kathy as well, uh, that you guys are on the same, uh, same page with that, right? Always. You know, I mean, I, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. We, the funny thing is we could not be more different, but yet we, 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 we just we, we match, you know? I mean... She she is a a an absolute optimist, you know. I mean, she is a, a fundamentally happy human human being, and uh, you know helps. I'm the obsessive compulsive, sometimes pessimist one. I'm the one. Oh my God, we got to watch out for the rocks. Oh my God, yeah. 
<laughs> well, press the accelerator. You won't feel the rock so much. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 but, but also with the pandemic, uh, her, her, her mother instincts clicked in on March 13th of 2020. She, like a good mother, she said, everybody, my job is to keep you safe. Go home now. And we literally shut it down and uh, figured it out, got people computers and the hardware and the software they needed to, to work from home safely. Uh, there's never been any pressure to come back uh, if people feel don't feel comfortable with it. She put the protocols into, into action quickly. I mean, the way she protected, uh, you know, every single family member of Lopez Negrete was, I, I was in awe. I am still in awe. And then, <clears throat> you know, our personal philosophies really matched up on let's let's be safe. Let's figure out our pod. Let's take the the steps to be safe as a family, safe as a business, and uh, and work real hard. Make sure that the business stands up for everybody, because you know if the agency does well, then we can we can feed and take care of the the families that depend on it. Yeah, it really is a family, isn't it, Alex? It it really is. It's always been. Uh, we we party like a family. We fight like a family. We argue like a family, uh, and we stick together like a family. You know, it's a, and, and, you know, one of the things that I've, I've always told everybody when they join the, the agency, I, I say, it's an honor for me that you chose to attach your name to mine, mm. you know, in, 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 in Latin countries, uh, when there's a union of two people, they say, you know, like, like, uh, uh, Sanchez de whatever, you know, you, you literally attach, you fuse the names, you know. Uh, okay. Many generations ago, at one point, Lopez and Negrete were two different families that that fused. Now that was generations and generations ago, and now that's my my father's name. But when when I tell folks, you know, thank you because it's it's now like you look at my chief creative officer Fernando Suna. You know, it's it's when he introduces himself, he introduces himself as, "Hi, I'm Fernando Suna de Lopez Negrete." So he's fusing his name to mine, and that's an honor. I don't take that lightly at all, at all, never have. Whoever told your story for this uh, incredible award from the Mosaic Awards did a good job because they they conveyed that. What you're saying right now is so interesting. I find that uh, fascinating. So are you guys, you and Kathy, are you cheerleaders for each other? I know that you you say you're obsessive compulsive, but at the end of the day, are you cheering for each other? Is that how? Always. Yeah. Always. Uh, you know, I mean, and it's always been that way from day one, not only cheerleaders, but supporters. And I think the magic is, and for all those listening that might have tried to be in business with your spouse, you know, there's a tremendous amount of trust uh, that, that, that goes into that equation. She trusts me to do my job and, and, and to have the best interests of the agency and the people in the agency uh, at heart. And then I do the same with her and we don't meddle in each other's work or business we'll ask each other's advice uh but we certainly don't meddle you know and we don't uh, second guess each other i think a lot of troubles walk into the door when you start second guessing each other and we've never done that and you know for me it's been a luxury having a partner that when i'm off on the road because you know up until covid i was on the road three and five days a week yeah. Um, that that my folks are well taken care of, that the business is well taken care of, that there's smart decisions to perpetuate and protect the business. Uh, you know, Kathy's interest and in, end in, in game and goals are the same as mine. And I've never had to worry about that, ever, mm-hmm. ever, never. And, you know, 
36 years down the road, witnessing a lot of agency partnerships come together and dissolve or businesses or whatever, that's such a luxury. And I think at the core of our longevity is that partnership. Wow. Sounds strong. It's a family. It's, it's no different than, than a marriage. You say you're going on 40 years of, of marriage as well. And, 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 and Lopez Negretti is a family, as we talked about before. So you've been home a year. Uh, have you guys done any DIY projects around the house together? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the other success of the, of the, of the, of the marriage. I don't meddle in her, in her, in her, she's an extraordinary designer and, and, and good uh, decorator. And I just go, that's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty. all you need to do. <laughs> that's all you need to do. You know, you guys have been uh, both named by as mosaic champions by the American Advertising Federation. And, you know, we talked a little bit about this, but let's go deeper into that. What does this mean to you? And what does this mean on behalf of uh, speaking on behalf of Kathy? Well, you know, when you choose, we've talked a lot about being a family business and, and, and what that means. Uh, being a family business also in our industry means being an independent, uh, you know, not being owned by a holding company and all that. And so then you add the layer of being a Hispanic owned and operated uh, uh, business. <clears throat> I, I, when we opened the agency, we made that choice and, and we identified ourselves as such. And I think with that comes a responsibility, Ray, uh, you know, for some folks, it's just, okay, what's the percentage of who owns the stock? And, you know, that's that move on for us. We took it as a responsibility to nurture talent, find talent, develop folks and to represent the community. Well, you know, uh, in the eighties, uh, Hispanic marketing was nowhere. I mean, Houston didn't even have a full state, a full-time television station. Uh, we had some radio stations. You'd listen to the ads, and you'd either have the mom and pops who who would do their own advertising and you know do the the, the, the yell and sell stuff, uh, or you'd have the major corporations that would just translate the work at best, literally, and and just plop it on there. And and you know it was very plain to see that we had a, a an underserved consumer segment, a really big and growing consumer segment that people just really didn't value. Uh, I think one of the things that I'm really fortunate of is that we chose to be in Houston and open our business here in Houston. Why? One, of course, it's a city where if you're willing to work hard uh, and and you play nice, uh, you know, you're going to do okay. <clears throat> but it's not New York. Uh, it's not Madison Avenue. It's not Miami, where a lot of the Hispanic agencies are San Antonio uh, or LA, we were kind of out of left field here in Houston, a Hispanic agency. Yeah. And so we got a chance to create an agency that had a sense of purpose and mission. And we didn't, we weren't influenced by all the hullabaloo that happens in our industry. Uh, we literally just said, okay, how do we connect these companies with this consumer and do it right? Right. Mm -hmm. So it's funny how we just kind of built. And so we built it with homegrown talent. You know, uh, my longtime uh, uh, creative director who started as a, as a producer, Javier Gonzalez Serva, you remember Javier? Oh, he yeah. was with us for, oh my gosh, 30 years. Uh, he was homegrown. You know, he didn't come from a big agency or anything. And I mean, you really look at the folks who helped create the agency because 
you know, it's got my, Kathy's and my name on it, but the agency is at its essence, the people that are in it and the people that have gone through it. That is what the agency is. Yeah. And you look at those folks and it is a wonderfully unlikely local bunch of folks. And so very early on, we discovered, wow, you there's talent here. Let's find it. Let's nurture it. Uh, and as a Latino agency, I was really proud that over the years, hundreds of folks have started their careers in this business that, that are Latino and doing really well, you know. But the same goes for suppliers, Ray. I mean, who we buy from. Uh, you know, I got as I got involved with the uh, AAF, Houston, I also got involved with the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, uh, which, by the way, most folks don't know, is the largest, uh, one of the largest chambers in the nation, period, and wow. the largest Hispanic chamber in the nation. And appropriately uh, so, really, when you think about it, yeah. Yeah, uh, and and so you know, I, I said, you know, it, it's we're applying this belief set of beliefs to how we hire and who we hire. Let's apply that same set of beliefs to who we give work to, you know, whether it's a printer or a production company or a you name it, you know, uh, having a diverse uh, 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 vendor base or supplier base was really important to us early, early, early on. When nobody else was doing it, yeah. so so I think that that's part of part of our journey. I think it's been part of our mission and our and our our sense of purpose. But uh, I think that's why <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons why we why we got the got that award because the way we've done our business um, is different. You know, when we did the uh, the Lopez Negrete Marketing Education Hispanic Marketing Scholarship Fund with the AEFH, you know, I mean. We were pretty loud and proud. We want this to be about Hispanic marketing. Yeah. Keep in mind that it's not just for Hispanics. The scholarship is funded to those who, Latinos who want to be in, in, in advertising, as well as anybody, anybody of any race, color, creed, or preference, or whatever you want, that are interested in Hispanic marketing. Yeah. Okay, so, so that goes both ways, and we're really proud of how we structure it. I can tell you that some of the icons in our business in, in the Hispanic marketing business are not Latinos, but they believed and they, they, they really put in the, the, the hard work, wow. you know, uh, somebody like Mac Tishner from it's now uh, they got bought by Univision radio, but Tishner broadcasting company was, they were not Latinos, but every single station was Latino format. Mm -hmm. Every, every they, they made absolute history, you know, uh, Gary Stone, who actually ran uh, uh, Mac Tishner stations and then Univision Radio. You know, uh, he's got a great book out. Uh, many of the folks listening, I'm sure, know Gary. Gary's as good a, a, a Hispanic broadcaster as I have ever met. Oh, wow, and, that's deep. <laughs> so it both ways, Ray. I think that uh, that, that hmm. diversity uh, thing <laughs> goes both ways. Is this is this written down on a napkin somewhere from the beginning when you started this thing? Because I, I, it seems to me that you have been able to attract so many incredible people that represent the industry and, and are 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 so a perfect fit, like a puzzle for what you do at Lopez Negretti. How do you do that? How do you do that? Oh gosh, Ray, I wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I think you use your gut, you know. I mean, uh, I, I had a really good mentor, uh, my, the, the the gentleman that hired me to be a Walmart's agency uh, 26 years ago, uh, Paul Paul Hyam. He always said, "Listen to your gut; it does not lie." 
Do not segment. And that's, by the way, one of Kathy's philosophies as well. So, you know, when we get a candidate, we not only, you know, look for the talent and, you know, do they have the, the technical abilities and the, to, to do what you're asking them to do, but do they fit? Do their belief systems fit with yours? Uh, you know, uh, and I think that's, that's important because you are actually inviting them to your family. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? I've made some really good hires where maybe culturally it wasn't a perfect fit, but we 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 actually dealt with it on the head on on, on the mm-hmm. on, on the front end, saying, yeah. "Okay, I you you're going to be here. You want to win a couple of awards, and then you want to move on. You want this to be a a, a, part, a part of your resume. Got it, got it. You know. Okay. So I think I think you have to have that clarity on the front end. But I'm proud to say that more often than not, it has been long term pieces that have been at the agency. I mean, I mentioned uh, Javier, who was with us 30 years, Fernando Sun, our chief creative officer, uh, just last week, 11 years, Jaime Belden, 20 years, uh, you know, Ann Davey, also a number of years with us. Uh, it's And that's something to Julio Arrieta. He's been with us 10 years now. So it's a, it's a, it's a nice feeling when you're actually building this cohesive team because you know what? When a 2020 hits you, when, when something like that hits you, man, you really want to know who you can count on, and you really want to know that you're tight. And I can tell you that we went to a work-from-home mode, Ray, so much easier, so much easier than I think most agencies because we know each other. We can literally look at the Zoom camera at, at, the, at the screen and go, ooh, there's something going on there. I need to call him or her. I mean, you just, you're so tight that when it gets really scary – you can get through it. And there's been some scary moments in the past year, really, really scary moments. We've had, uh, you know, team members, family members that, that, that lost family. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, you know, you, you gotta be, you gotta be tight. Sure. It's great to be talking to you today. Uh, and obviously that's one of the strengths uh, that uh, brought you through this and brought us to uh, today's conversation. I think it's so very important. And obviously you've done an amazing job at that. You're not only a, a mosaic champion, but you're also a champion of the American Advertising Federation, because I do believe that you think this organization is an uh, incredible element in the success of advertising. Uh, tell, talk about that. Well, you know, Ray, everything evolves. Agencies evolve, like we've had to numerous times. <clears throat> Our clubs evolved. I mean, look at the awards we had. Uh, you know, if I could bottle and, 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 and explain to the next generation behind us how important being part of a collective like the American Advertising Federation Houston is and what you can learn from each other. It's not just about handing business cards and let, let me see if I can sell you something. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they talk about the net power of networking. You know, it's there. It's, it's real and it's a benefit. But by being part of a collective and by sharing what you know by being vulnerable and sh- sharing what you want to learn uh, and, and engaging, it makes you so much better, you know, and, and Houston has a really great creative community. We have a great group of agencies here. I, I loved this last uh, uh, awards because it was a lot of new names, a lot of new agencies. I absolutely dig that. Good. Bring it on. You know, I mean, I, I look at line ground and how well they've done. I mean, Goodness gracious, you know, and I've got a, a I've got a bunch of ex Lopez Negrete folks over at Langren, you know, 
at Lundgren. And that makes me so proud Yeah, because I am proud of my city. I am proud of our creative community. And I, I think that the American Advertising Federation being the oldest club in the city, by the way, the oldest professional organization in the city uh, has earned its stripes and it's about to evolve into something different. You look at the board, you look at who's coming on the board. It's a whole new generation and they're going to find a new way for the club to have value to its members. Uh, you know, once upon the day, it was all about the luncheons and the, and the addies. Uh, that's evolving. You know, the new generation members are saying, okay, no, let's make it more meaningful. How, how do we learn? How do we engage? Uh, there's so many different ways to engage now. You know, so, yeah, I, I, I love this organization and I, I can't wait to see its next iteration. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well uh, as we move through the year. Uh, let's use a crystal ball. I don't have a crystal ball uh, or whatever you, you want. Maybe we'll call it our wish list here. I know I have my wishes for the, the coming year and the wishes for the club as well. Uh, diversity and inclusion are at the top of that list and giving value to the members by teaching them something they didn't know is also there. But what do you see happening in our world, advertising world, as we move forward? And if we're talking, let's say you and I are getting together at the same time next year. What might be different? What do you see coming up here in the next several months and into uh, 2022? Well, uh, I, I think technology is going to continue to to make our business evolve. Uh, not how, not only in how we create and how we interface, but I think you know technology is playing a, a, a real role in how consumers connect with brands. So I think we're going to see a lot of new things in the bag uh, next year. Uh, the social media. Uh, Landscape, I think, will continue to evolve and grow. I mean, uh, it's it's doing it every single day, uh, right now. And to stay on the on the diversity subject and the mosaic, uh, I think you're going to see brands be a lot more genuine about how they reach out to diverse segments. Uh, and it's interesting the evolution that we're going through because, you know, certainly you had the George Floyd situation hit. You had a lot of the the the, the racial uh, uh, discussion happening, and and I think a lot of companies are are sometimes stumbling their way through, but it's with the right intent. I think that's the thing that I'm seeing different this time. There's a lot of genuine intentionality about how that's done. You know, so you go through phases. Corporate America goes through phases. They go through the what I call the colors of Benetton phase, which is okay. Let's change all the casting, but don't do anything else. <laughs> you know, uh, let's let's change the composition of the teams, but don't change anything else. Uh, and it's funny because, you know, I had a discussion with a major marketer recently. I said, look, I, I totally respect and honor what you're trying to do, but you're changing the composition of your team and you're changing the composition of your of your casting without really wanting to change the output. Mm. You really have to be willing to change the output because we talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion. But Ray, without participation and representation, mm -hmm. those, those, that DEI does not work. No. And what I mean by that is, you know, usually uh, diverse folks always were in the, well, let's put them in the multicultural team. Let's make sure they're only middle managers. You know, they never really gave them any power. And, and, if this is going to work, and I really believe that this time it's going to be different, uh, that representation 
of what the real America, and in our case, the real Houston looks like, has to be across the entire organization, mm -hmm. right? And then you throw in the word participation. And that means that they, we have to allow people to bring their entire selves to the table, their life story, their culture, uh, yes, their fears, yes, their dreams. You have to allow them to bring all that richness to the table so you have a different output. Yeah. You know, so if you're going to hire a Latino writer, uh, don't just have him, just don't just hire him because he happens to be Latino, but, you know, just, just, just write my way. No, no, no. Write your way. Write with your special sauce, with your life story behind it. Yeah. And trust me, it's a lot richer, you know? So yeah. I think, I think crystal ball, I think we're going to see at the end of 2021, Work that is really rich, work that is foundationally different, richer. Um, and I think you're going to see some marketers, those marketers that are brave uh, and do it right, I think they're going to reap the rewards by getting the loyalty from segments that they've never really spoken to before. Mm, that is change. You know, when you change uh, cultural understanding, you've got to have that, and you motivate new behaviors like you're talking about. What does that do for everybody? And I think you already answered that, but I want to talk about that again because I think we can we can superficially touch on things and not make change happen or not make things happen, make them better. But what you're talking about goes a lot deeper, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, and I, and I think the the change is not just for the opportunities and the growth that that uh, that people of color deserve and, and and that they've that they're willing to earn and work really hard for. I think it makes everybody richer. I think it makes, you know, we talk about the mainstream and there's always been a mainstream. There's been a mainstream in the thirties and the forties and the fifties. There's, there's always been mainstream culture. What's changed now is that the mainstream is different. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and the waters are warmer. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I hate this. It's going to sound like a, like a political speech, but I really believe that the waters are warm in America. People are willing and, and eager to learn from each other and, and understand each other's cultures better. I really do believe that the best of America is about is about to come. Okay. Uh, you know, and and I think that in that sense, it makes everybody richer. Now, you know what? In Houston, you when we opened the show, you said you know Houston's the most diverse city in America, or one of the most diverse cities in America, and that's true. But uh, you know, at the partnership, at the Greater Houston Partnership, we were discussing that we still have a long ways to go in making it the most inclusive city in america just because you have diversity does not mean you have equity and inclusion yeah. so i think that we have to work a little harder to make sure that equity and inclusion actually do happen uh i was in a meeting today where it was said three percent of all board of director positions in publicly traded companies three percent are latino oh okay oh. that is dismal Absolutely yeah. dismal. And you're going to tell me there's not qualified board members all over this country, you know? So I yeah. think we have to, I think, uh, I think we're, we're in for some change. I think it's good change. We'll have to work through it. We'll have to persevere. Uh, and I think we'll have to do a lot of, a lot of conversing, you know, yeah. this doesn't happen just by accident. I think, again, I go back to that word. I know I use it a lot and I apologize for that, but intentionality mm -hmm. is important. Yeah. 
Oh, I love that word. We have a, we have it written on the chalkboard here in the lobby. It says be intentional, be yeah. intentional. And it, I love that phrase. I love it, love it, love it. So when it's not about advertising, talk about uh, you and, and Kathy and what you guys, uh, what, what makes you smile? Well, probably not unlike yourself. We're professional grandparents, for one. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> um, we, we have, and, and you know what? The, the, the silver lining of 2020 was the time we've spent uh, with our grandchildren. And, and that, that's been just an absolute joy. Uh, before the we were recording the show, I was telling you, you know, I, my my office up at the, at the house is where I also have my guitars and where I played. But now it's become a workspace. So mm-hmm. you know, before COVID, music was a big part of my of my life. You know, it's, yeah. it's funny because you know you you listen to all the folks. Well, I'm so locked up, and I'm reading a lot, and I'm growing plants, and I'm doing yoga, and I'm like. Where the hell did you find the time to do all that? Well, I've been working my butt off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ain't that a fact? The only sometimes, sometimes the only things people find time for is to eat. You don't look like you've had the opportunity to eat more because you look great. Oh um, no, it's a, trust me. This suits. Uh, I, I actually, I actually wore a suit for you today, right? Uh, it's a little, it's a little tight. It's a little tight. <laughs> so the grandkids absolutely great uh, and and we will see more of that as we move into 2021 and that makes it uh, so good but what will they uh, call it the covid boom or what i mean it's going to be interesting to see see what because yeah. we're going to have a population uh, growth i have a hunch so i'm a baby boom this is a covid boom that's that's as interesting how we're moving so uh, uh, obviously you had a chance to get the grandkids. Any traveling in the future as you think, because you've got your shots already as well. well. How do you feel about that? Uh, you know, I'm still, I'm still, uh, gonna, gonna be careful. I think, you know, wearing masks and being smart is the way to go. Uh, I think that this, the more we behave, the sooner this will be over. Um, yeah. I, we did, we did travel, um, uh, last when, when 4th of July happened, you remember how everybody went crazy here mm-hmm. and, uh, and boy, did we all pay for that. Um, uh, Kathy and I have a place in the upper peninsula in Michigan. Yes. Uh, and we, when we saw everybody going nuts, we said, okay, let's, let's bite the bullet, mm-hmm. go up there and hide out. So we actually spent the summer up in, in, uh, in Michigan. Oh. I have a little tiny little office. I converted a closet into an office. So I literally <laughs> spent most of the summer daytime in a closet but it was wonderful because, you know, we were with our grandkids and it was a, a wonderful time. So I think that that's the silver lining for us was being able to spend time as a family. You know, I've traveled so much for so many years to not have to use a, a, a suitcase. And, uh, you know, it, it's been that to me, that's been a real joy. You know, it's uh, spending time with Kathy and, and Patrick and Michelle and you know, my two grandbabies and my my son-in-law. Got to mention the son-in-law. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. And Patrick got married right right in September of 2019 yeah. uh, to Ashley, and so they're barely about to take their honeymoon. Oh wow! They wow. They, they got their shots, and so they're barely going to take their honeymoon uh, over a year after they got married. Okay, that's okay. That I, I don't have a problem with that, I, and I'm sure they don't either. You know, talking about the UP in the summertime. There couldn't be a more perfect place. Couldn't be more. My my mom spent a whole bunch of time on Mackinac Island, uh, in that neck of the woods as well. And, and the summers there are absolutely beyond belief. 
gorgeous. Now, wintertime, that's a different yeah, story. Yeah, a different deal. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, uh, bonus questions for you, Alex. Uh, dine in or take out at this point in time? Uh, well, we've been doing a lot of takeout. <laughs> a lot of okay. takeout. Uh, I think takeout. Takeout's good. Plane or car? Car. Okay. Vacation, staycation? Mm. It's been staycation. I'm hope I'm looking for a vacation. <laughs> one day, one day, yeah. one day we'll be there. You know, I I just love talking uh, talking with you. You are um, you're a lot of fun, man. And 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 your your enthusiasm for this industry and for life and the things that you do. If you're listening to this podcast and this radio program and you haven't heard that, go back and listen again. Just hit rewind and play it again because you can do that. I know. And you'll find out that there is a recipe here for smiles, uh, forward momentum, positive things going on. See what see what has happened here with Lopez Negrete, with Kathy, and with Alex. Uh, it is family. And what a wonderful thing that you have been named the Mosaic Champion for 2021. That's phenomenal. Congratulations once again, sir. Thank you, Ray. So proud of it and so proud to to be with you and to share this business with you. It's, it's, uh, we should, we, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a real luxury to be in this, in this business and to have good friends along the way, just like you. Thank you for that. So there you go. The words of an incredible person that's getting it right in our industry. Once again, congratulations to Alex and Kathy Lopez Negrete. Job well done. You've been listening to a podcast from the American Advertising Federation District 10. Find out more at aaf10.org. That's aaf10.org. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Do that and you will never miss a new podcast in the new year. What a cool idea. Your rating on iTunes will also help us grow. And don't be afraid to share what you've heard today on social media. So until next time, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. This is Ad Tension, copyright 2021. I'm Ray Shillings.